Hey. Oh, hey. Morning. Hey, morning. We do this I, in the morning now. Yeah, and I'm really tired. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm tired too, but I think that's because I, I think it's because both of us had kind of a nonstop weekend. Yeah, we've been traveling a lot lately, which is good. Yep. And it's fun, but God. <laughs> the nice thing is when your summer is going to be as crazy as I think ours is going to be, mm-hmm. winter is like kind of almost looked forward to where it's like, oh. Yeah, I can finally just like sleep. Not do anything. Like relax. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what did you do this weekend? I know uh, you guys went somewhere. I went to Grid Life and back in a day with Ryan, who's okay. behind the camera over so That's there. like a just 12-hour round trip? Uh, pretty much, yep. <laughs> uh, I was like, well, it's 12 hours of driving, but I mean, there's 12 hours a day still there. Yeah. But it was good. We left really, we left like 3.30 in the morning. Man. Um, we got back at 11.30. Actually, it was like pretty much a perfect day. Like we couldn't have packed like more into it, but it wasn't like overwhelming. Yeah. Um, just a lot of driving. Yeah. When Ryan took a nap on the way there that was the only time i was kind of like tired because the podcast i put on for some reason it was the one episode of this podcast that was like not exactly like my thing oh man but i'm one of those people that i need to like get listen to canonical order. Yeah. yeah i need to like listen to the whole thing yep. and just skip it because like what if a good nugget is in here yeah no. How about you? Where'd you go? Yeah, we went out to Fuel Fest LA. So we uh, flew it on Thursday, late Thursday, and got there about 5 a.m. on Friday. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> just, well, we got we got there to LA at a decent time. Um, the rental service. Because you guys so, had to drive down to Chicago first to fly yeah, out Yeah, so it was about a three and a half hour drive down to Chicago. <sighs> flew out of there. Well, actually, when we boarded the plane, and we sat in the plane for like an hour. They hadn't like closed the door or anything. Like, everyone was on. Yeah. I was like, are they like waiting for something? I'm like, my God, it's like an hour. If they're not here, like, let's go. That's their problem. Like, yeah. you know? And I see them like kind of like scuffling around like the flight attendants and stuff. I'm like, oh God, something happened. And sure shit. They're just like, yeah, so uh, the captain like missed his flight here. Uh, so we don't have a pilot currently. Um, the closest person that's on call is about two hours away. Um, so Dude, we're gonna. This is when your simulator time pays off. Though. I know. So this is where you're like, I, I can I, do this. I did, and they're like, nah. They they thought about it. They thought about it for a little bit, and they're like, no, nah, we got this guy. That sucks. I was like, all right. So we had to deboard the plane, wait like an hour and a half. Everything was like closing because it was like oh, because at yeah, O'Hare. Yeah, yeah. Was, everything was like closing down, and like <laughs> we all just like bum rushed this McDonald's because we hadn't eaten yet. Oh, and we were like, oh, we'll just like eat when we get to LA. We'll just grab like fucking del taco now or you're something. all dying yeah and now we're like all dying and we're like okay like we could have been there by now yeah and we like bum rush this freaking <laughs> mcdonald's like all of this plane because we're like the last plane to like leave for oh. the night it feels like and uh they're just like oh my god we were about ready to close and we just made them stay open for like another hour but i was like i was hungry i needed my chicken mcnuggets so chicken nuggets hey yeah. were they as good as when we went to cma performance um <laughs> what was, the chicken nuggets no um have not been able to find any of that caliber since that was then. Those the crispiest as of chicken nuggets say. that was wild they're about on par as um firehouse subs italian sub i think it is oh casey loves eyes. that yeah casey. Uh, especially the honey ham honey yeah. ham he he really enjoys really likes that <laughs> but yeah no the trip was super good uh fuel fest was awesome uh the airbnb we stayed at was really cool it was like right next to Irwindale speedway oh that's cool um so it was like a five minute drive and uh yeah it was a cool group of people and had a good time hell yeah yeah went and saw like some of the fast and furious stuff which is cool it's always dope. um went and um walked like the the park up by the hollywood <laughs> sign griffith park and stuff like that it was really neat hell yeah well we're back we are back in the saddle again <laughs> uh what are we talking about today gels well 
Today, I believe we were talking about our favorite engine platforms. Yes. Of all time. Or all time. Just in general. So, I don't, man, I don't know if I have one favorite because I feel like there's always ex- like reasons why it's not good <laughs> or or something. Yeah. I don't know if there is like the perfect one out there because they all have their some sort of like downfall. Yeah. Some worse than others. Uh, yeah. But yeah, all of them do seem to have some sort of downfall whether if it's reliability or just cost or so, so I'll, <laughs> I'll i'll start yeah where i think um one of my favorites is kind of due to its charm but it's very tunable but the reliability can be a little iffy sometimes sure. so i would say the rb platform okay is got to be really high up there with me sure. because at the end of the day, I don't know if anything sounds as good as an RB, like, at full tilt with, like, a good exhaust. You're right. They do sound really killer. <laughs> it's, it's insane. And the I really like the RB25. I mean, kind of biased because I have one, but that's why I got it. Sure. Because the RB26 is absolutely dope, but unbelievably expensive. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I know that... You know, everyone wants like an RB, they love the sounds of the RB, like common dope cars and stuff like that. And it's like the maintenance on that shit is just insane. Like if something goes wrong, it's yeah, incredibly parts, expensive. Parts are expensive, especially for RB twenty six. RB twenty, I think, is awesome. Sounds really, really good. But it you need to spend a lot of money to not make a whole lot of power. Right. So that's a cool motor if you just want it to sound cool and like probably reliable because we'll be running it super high strong right but the rb25 is that middle child i feel like is really in a in a good spot but the the parts before were hard to get sure so when i need something it was like well it's kind of annoying to get but you can get it yep. now that they're more available they're a lot more expensive so yeah <laughs> it's the i mean the good news is like the r33 and once that became legal in the U.S., a lot more RB25 stuff became available. Av- yeah, yeah, available. Sure. So once the R34 comes over, because I know they didn't make a whole lot of GTRs, but they did make a lot of GTTs and mm-hmm. like all that, like the Stagia and all that stuff that had yeah. RB25. Hopefully, it'll become a little bit easier. But um, yeah, it's a cool platform. It just sounds really, really good. Yeah. And it's it's kind of charming because the cars that came in, but. Uh, I, we got to talk about oiling or lack of oiling because <laughs> that's the Achilles heel of an RB okay. engine is the the oil pumps aren't great as in they can go out. Uh, I think it's the N1 pump is the, if you replace it with that, it's usually pretty good, but... It's kind of like the, the solution. Yeah, yeah, but it's one of those things where it's like there is a known issue and that's just oiling. And right. so I think anyone with an RB, whenever they're driving it or putting it hard, they're just staring at the oil gauge, like pressure, 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 <laughs> like pressure. We good, we good, yep. all right. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, what about you? Um, the first one that comes to mind is, I don't know, I was always like really, really interested in like the 2G eclipses from back in the day, like when I was first like getting into cars and mm-hmm. I don't know, everything that I've like been around since like when I first started, even though I got like a GS Eclipse and it had the, like the Chrysler 420A in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was always like, oh man, I want a 4G63 at some point. And yep. like the, the early 4G63s, I think, you know, they had like the known like crank walk issue and stuff like that. Um, but I think those are just some absolute powerhouses of a platform. It's crazy how much power you can pack in those four little yeah. cylinders. It, it's insane. I mean, you look at like the stuff that like Boost and Performance has been able to do with it. 
um, you or know, with MA like their yeah, an MA performance too. But like, you know, I think Boosin just like broke into like the sixes with like a manual all-wheel drive four-cylinder. Like that is absolutely insane. Um, yeah, I I love that platform. I think it's it's super um, strong in a sense where like you can really build those things up. Um, at least back when I was like really looking at them and, and stuff like that, parts seemed like pretty readily available. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it is now. I've been out of kind of the clip scene for a little while or like the DSM scene for a while. Um, but yeah, I mean, you see some gnarly Evos out there and you see some gnarly GSXs oh, that yeah. are putting on some ridiculous times. And it's like, yeah, it's just like big turbo, some upgraded internal, like, you know, it's, it's obviously built, but like, yeah. you know, it's such a supported platform because it came in so many different things. Like it, how much are those motors right now by themselves? I, I haven't checked, honestly. Okay. I, I haven't, like I said, I haven't really kept up with it, yeah. but I knew they didn't used to be terrible. Okay. Like people were swapping them around for the longest time. I and mean, they came in like the, the two generations of the eclipse. They came in a bunch of Evos. Uh, they came in like the Gallant. Um, like the VR4 Galants had 4G63s oh, okay. in them. I'm not gonna lie, I really like the VR4 Galants. Those think, are super cool. I think they're super cool. I and always really wanted one. I had of those. the chance to buy one and I didn't. And I bought a Mustang instead. I don't really regret it, but I have not seen a VR4 Galant around here since then. Yeah. Like at all. Yeah, I saw one one time is at like a, a car meet over by Eau Claire that we went to and I was like, this is the coolest thing. Oh yeah. I love this thing. Super low key. Uh, I think even like there was like some Kias or something that they really? slapped the 4G63. Huh. It was like a Kia or a Hyundai that they, they threw like a 4G63 in. It was like NA, yeah. but it was still like, it was all the same parts and everything. Um, yeah, they, they just came in so many like different platforms. And I think that kind of helped because there was just so many of them out there, whether if they were turbo or NA yeah. or whatever. But um, yeah, I've just seen some really incredible things with that engine, especially for being just like a four cylinder turbocharged engine from like the early 90s. Yep. Like, that's pretty incredible. Well, kind of going off that, uh, it, what it reminds me of is, for me, the SR20. If yeah. you can't tell, I'm a Nissan fan, okay? <laughs> Just deal with it. It's okay, it's okay. Um, the, so I always was intrigued by the SR20. Yeah. I didn't really get this whole, like, why does everyone love the SR20 so much? Mm-hmm. And then uh, when I got mine in my 240, I was like, oh, I get it. I get it now. <laughs> it's like a super rev happy little yeah. four cylinder that's a torque monster um, down low with like the stocking tank manifold. But super cool, kind of a similar thing. Uh, you can make that 4G63 horsepower on it, yeah. but uh, I, I don't know. It's, Reliability. Yeah, it gets kind <laughs> yeah. of scary. And I, I don't know. The like 300 horsepower is where I think it's really, really good because it, it can run for a long time on yeah. that without really wearing out. But there, there is a charm, I think, for me at least, for four cylinders that are making like three to 400 horsepower. Like, yeah. it's so crazy. And it's, and it's sad that that's become like, you know, just like, eh, nowadays. Yeah. You know, it's like a lot of people, it's just like you see cars coming off the line with 500, 600, 700, 900 horsepower. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, 300 horsepower isn't what it used to be, no. you know, 10 years ago. And it's kind of unfortunate because I've never even gotten to experience that. So, um, <laughs> no, yeah, it is, it is crazy, but there's, it's, they're still fun. Yeah. And, I, and I think people, you know, they gotta, gotta realize that those cars are still incredibly fun because yeah, it's like 300, 350 horsepower, but it's in a super small car. And they're light. And like, they're super, super light. light. So and it's like, it feels like a rocket ship. And that's what I think kind of goes with, the SR for me is usually people are putting those in pretty light cars. Right, yeah. So, um, and SRs are 
I've seen so many SR swaps into cool things like Miatas. Yeah. I think Hoonigan, yeah, Hoonigan put an SR yep. in in their Miata. Um, it's it's such a cool motor, like because it's a it's a four cylinder. So if you put it in something that had a four cylinder, it's great. Yeah. Or if it, it has keeps kind of it keeps kind of the balance the same. It's not like dumping like a heavy ass LS in the front of like a you know Miata, and then yeah. like oh well now my weight's all off and I can't drive the thing. Like <laughs> exactly, like it's super unbalanced. Yeah. Now it makes too much power yep. where. The, the SR, you can really determine where it is. And the, the cool thing with the SR is like you can put it in rear-wheel drive cars because the yeah. way it's set up with 4G, it's a little, I'm sure people do it, but it's a little bit kind of crazy yeah. to get that to work. Yeah, I, I can't say I've really seen that. It's just a lot of all-wheel drive platforms. I mean, yep. you look at the GSX and the Evo and stuff, that's kind of what it was intended for. But um, I mean, you got like the GST too. So you got like the front-wheel drive option. But yeah, I don't think, I can't say I've ever really seen a, a rear-wheel drive can, like, I know the communities. Up. I know like a lot of people swap them into like the Mitsubishi like Mighty Maxes. Oh, like the little trucks. Yeah. Like I know it was like a super common swap. Like back in the day, like when I was on like the forums and stuff, I couldn't recall if those were. Fr- I think they were front wheel drive though. Dude, I know one rear wheel drive one. Do you Tokyo Drift um, Evo? That's true. Dude, but it's still it was still. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that movie magic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Um, it's a big Nissan guy. Yeah, I like the <laughs> RB. I I don't really love the VQ. Like, eh, it oh. does its thing, but yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of the way most of them sound. Like, yeah. you and I have talked before. They can be cool. They can sound good. But the vast majority of people, it's straight pipe it. Just make a, it as loud as possible. Yeah, put a crack yep. tune on or whatever. I I hate you if you did that. Flame I, tune. Yeah, yeah. S- stupid. Don't do that. <laughs> it just sounds like an angry trumpet. But the like it gets the job done. But yeah, yeah. SRs and RBs are really I think where it's at when it comes to Nissan stuff. I think the next one that I would that at least that I've been starting to see like a ton of and literally everything is the K24 or just like any K series motor in general. Like yep. we just went to Fuel Fest and. There were so many just like K swap things. I was like, this is crazy. And it's like, I see it popping up on like, you know, the groups I'm in on Facebook all the time, especially like the, the FRS BRZ group. A lot of those like first gen like BRZs, yep. people are dumping just big turbo Ks, like K series in them. I'm like, holy shit. It, and it, like, it looks good. And yeah. it, like they put down like a decent amount of power. The funny thing in those cars though is good with like with the boxer setup. They yeah. put the K series in there. <laughs> it looks so tiny. <laughs> well, and there's so much room for like yeah. turbo manifold like turbos and mm-hmm. exhaust manifolds and all that stuff. So I'm like, wow, there's a lot of room to work with right. in there. And it was and it was actually super cool too because um we were we were setting up the booth and everything, and this like RX8 went by, and I was like, oh shit, there's an RX8 here. Like that's super cool. And I'm like, that is not a rotary though yeah like it definitely didn't sound like a rotary and i was like i'll have to go check that out later and i did and sure shit had a case a big turbo k like series motor and i was like damn and it looked really good i was like that would probably be super fun no yeah. i'm a little sad that they swapped the rotary out of it but like i get it and i'm glad they replaced it with what they did though because it looks super cool and i i just bet that would be such a blast to drive yeah like maybe something a little more reliable <laughs> the, uh, when i was at grid life the so the the setup for that for doing the like the time attack type stuff is or road racing is the power to weight and tire so it's all like a triangle of what you can do yeah so but what that allows is a lot of creativity so that made good life to me super fascinating because they're just swaps of everything right. yeah a lot <clears throat> a lot of k-series miatas 
that was that's cool a big thing i saw um bunch of k-series uh s2000s too which was interesting um i mean i get it yeah but yeah a lot of just swaps in general which i think now is way more of a common thing where like you see a car and you're like well i don't know what it has in it like because people swap <laughs> everything never known, especially the older ones because like yeah it's like oh the engine popped and it's like hmm I have the option to like just put something stock back in it or yep. just do something really stupid and crazy and awesome. Yep. And I think a lot of people, especially with like the older Hondas and, you know, cars like that or RX-8s and maybe like a little thrash around BRZ, they're like, yeah, I'll put something cool in it. Yeah. So, no, There's that's, that's really it. neat. I think, so you talked about, you know, that uh, RX-8 didn't have the rotary in it. Mm -hmm. I think uh, another motor for me, like the 13B is super cool. The 13B is an amazing motor. I know, like, obviously, they have their downfalls. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I would say, like, the FD generation, like, the REW 13B is, like, the GOAT. Like, yeah. it is so cool. Like, they, you know, I think they, they had their peak with that motor. Because um, even though, like, yes, Apex seals are an issue and, like, rebuild time is, you know, imminent, like, that's just the name of the game with yep. a rotary engine. You have a lot of you have a lot of wear with the motor, and when you compare that to like the 13B through an RX-8, you know the Renesis, you know that FD REW is sitting pretty dang high because oh, yeah. like they really messed up the Renesis motor, especially on that first generation of the RX-8. Like it is rough. Um, yeah, weird weird step back. I mean, is it because of emission stuff that they yeah they, they, they like tried to it was like emission stuff. And they just tried a lot of new tech with it. They're like, oh, we're gonna make it like more efficient. We're gonna make it you know like better with emissions. We're gonna you know step into like the new age of like the rotary engine, and it yeah. just didn't work. It's <laughs> a lot of a lot of stuff went wrong with it. Yeah, because um, I mean, you look at like the, some like the earlier ones that were still like carbureted and stuff, like the the twelve A's. It's just hilarious. And, you know, like the carbureted rotaries, and it's like <laughs> it's so goofy, but like they're awesome. And then yeah, you get to like the thirteen B with you know the actual fuel injection and stuff and turbos. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that the, the FD thirteen B the REWs are so freaking good. Yeah, and then and then you get into like you know, like the the Cosmos and stuff that had like the twenty Bs, the three. Yeah, motors. those are so cool. And, and the that, Cosmos themselves look those. Uh, yeah, they do. And it's like those engines are so freaking expensive right yeah. now because like everyone saw like you know like uh, like Mad Mike was doing and uh, Rob Dom was doing with like the three rotors and then like building his own four rotors and stuff. That and car was, is like, insane, by the way. It's absolutely wild. I'm so jealous you got to see it. <laughs> I didn't realize it was his car at Grid Life at first until I was like, damn, this is a crazy looking FD. That's a big turbo. Like, whoa. So I took a picture of it and then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. This is Rob Dom's car. Yeah. I was like, that's Rob Dom. Yeah, it's a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like in person, it is substantially longer. Yeah. Like it's like a Corvette. <laughs> yeah. It, it actually really does look like a yeah. Corvette, but um, he, I don't think when I was there, he ever had the front on. So it's all exposed. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to like really see, but I think with that on, it would look really bad. Yeah. No, I dude, hats off to that guy. Cause he's doing some absolutely insane things with yeah. rotary engines. And it was like my idol. Yeah. <laughs> like he does some really cool shit. And it's like, you know, it's him and his crew. Like they, they're working all the time on that stuff. And it's yep. super cool. Uh, yeah, no, I love the rotaries. I, I think it's a, it's a great one. Like obviously super unique sound, super unique platform in general. Yes. Um, 
crazy rev happy. Uh, I love my RX-8, like even though it does have the Renesis motor in it, it's been good to me so far. Yeah. I mean, it's super fun to drive. Everything's smooth. Like yeah, there's no vibrations so to anything. Yeah. It's just like, you're, just, you're it's like you're driving in like a simulator. Like, yeah. it, you know, it's got the electric power steering and then you got like a 9,500 RPM freaking rotary with a six speed transmission. It's like, it feels do, do, like do. you're playing a game. Like there's no like vibrations, there's nothing. And yeah, the sound is unmistakable and the, Obviously, they have their downfalls with power curves and like yeah. all that stuff, yeah. torque curves. Or yeah, definitely not torque. the fastest thing when they're NA, that's for sure. But <laughs> I mean, it's not, not, but this is the other thing I think people need to understand is, and if you listen to this podcast, that you don't have to have a fast car for it to be fun. Right. Like you can have a quick car or like something rev happy. So mm -hmm. I've always really wanted like a S13 with an NA SR in it because they, they did that yeah and it just because it's a fun motor to drive and sure. you don't have the complications like a turbo but mm -hmm. with with the rx8 it's super fun to drive yeah. but you're not getting it like this is gonna be a fast car you're just like yeah. this is fun <laughs> yeah because yeah. you can rev it they, out you look at like the actual like suspension geometry and like the actual like characteristics of the car that's yeah. what makes it really fun exactly like, and it's it's really funny because i look back now and i'm like the similarities between the freaking rx8 and frs are insane yeah like the front like the styling is honestly very similar yep like i i look at like pictures of the two cars that you know that i had at the time like back like side by side i'm like these are like the same freaking car and it's like they're putting down similar power have the same torque issue yeah um you know rear wheel drive platforms and i'm like damn i must have like a type or something <laughs> not turbo that's your not type. turbo yep na slows balls but, but it's the it, it makes it fun because yeah. the other thing too is I think people don't understand that there is too much power where you're not going to use it. Right. So it's like you never get past 4,000 RPM because it's like, okay, this is pulling really hard. I got to yeah. like shift. You can't rev it out. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I've, I've really enjoyed the car so far. I mean, everyone's goal with something like an RX-8 is either turbo it or swap like an FD motor into it. So it's like, we'll see what the future holds. I yeah. guess. I don't know. Because... Turbo Renesis's are finicky. I mean, you can only imagine, I guess, you know, the already troublesome engine and yep. slap a turbo on it, kind of <laughs> recipe for disaster, but blow up. Yeah. I think the biggest thing with that car is just like, give it the oil it needs and, and give it and keep it cool. Yeah. And, and it should be fine. Um, done a lot of things that kind of help the longevity of it, hopefully. Uh, with like the Sone adapter, pre-mix, you know, separate reservoir for yep. uh, oil and stuff like that. Swapped out like the actual oil in the engine for something like super heavyweight to help like the bearings out. Because like before they just have like a, a really lightweight oil because oh, really? it has to burn it and inject it. Oh. Um, so it's like super shitty on the bearings. Yeah. Because there's like, it's super thin and it like heats up really hot. Yeah. And it gets really thin. Um, so I put like a really heavy ass like Rotella like oil in it. And then because of the Sone adapter, I can just inject fresh premix all the time oh and it's and it helps a ton that makes sense yeah so we talked about a lot of japanese motors are there any non-japanese platforms that you you really like i think that the uh yeah the the coyote from the That's, ford mustangs oh, is literally where I was an thinking. incredible engine dude i've and, seen those things just get absolutely beat to shit. Yeah, and just keep them back for more. Everyone that owns them just beats the fuck out of them. Yeah. Like every, I mean, that's Mustang owners, you know, like, yeah. you know how it yeah. goes. But yeah, I mean, you, you've seen it from from drag racing to freaking drifting to like like everything. Those five O's are just absolutely incredible. Yeah, the platform's insane. The, yeah. the downfall to it a little bit is 
because the reason you don't see a lot of things, it's really wide. It is a huge it's engine, really so it's like wide. hard to put it in something else. Yep. But like the platforms that they are in are super good. They yeah. take modifications well. They're pretty reliable. Like they sound absolutely insane. Yes. Um, I mean, I think I don't know what it is, but like the the newer Mustangs, but parts like, are super. They are the loudest freaking cars. Yeah, I think that might be a little bit of the owners. Yeah, some, some louds. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's like I mean, you, you look at like the Camaros and then like the Corvette stuff. Like those cars are loud, right? And yeah. it's like then like a like S five fifty pulls up and you're like, that is insanely loud. Yeah, like it's got like a different pitch to it or something. I don't know. It's yeah, it's a very aggressive motor. It's yeah. like it, it does sound good and um, the reliability seems to be phenomenal. On yes, those. yeah, I know people have really been loving that platform. We've been seeing it in a ton of different motorsports yeah. um yeah i mean i think it's i think it's, that's like an easy one you can pick up throw some like modifications on it if you want to supercharge if you want to turbo it like you can just bolt you on. can literally just bolt on whatever the hell you want and uh it's gonna it's gonna be fun yeah so all right there's two platforms we haven't talked about yet that are probably some of the most popular platforms on the internet all right let's hear it ls ls <laughs> tell me about it um <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm at the point where it's like, I see like LS swap things and I'm just like, cool. I, I don't know. It's a practical motor that I understand because it's pretty cheap to do Since, a swap. Yeah, in a sense. Like, like for what you get for power. A ton of parts. Yeah. And reliability parts. But I don't think that's a motor that has a whole lot of soul to it. And everyone's gonna be like, ah, oh, put cams or whatever. Yep. Well, it's just in so much stuff now. Right. That I'm like, I don't know. And the other thing is usually it's really loud. Like people aren't putting mufflers on it or yeah, anything. It's just like, it's like freaking header dump to the ground. Yeah. Like or bah, just out the freaking hood. Yeah. It's just, it's a lazy motor. And it's making like 300 horsepower. Yeah. And then and people supercharge it and stuff like that. It's fine. But yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like what that motor is getting put in, if the car came with it, fine, I get it. Oh, it's cool, yeah. I guess. But if the car didn't come with it, a lot of the times when people are putting that LS into, they're taking out something that was a big, like, soul of that car. Right. So... Yeah, and that's why, you know, I'm not a huge advocate of, like, LS swap RX-7s. It's yeah. like, you have something that's very unique about this car. It's like, yes, it's a troublesome point of the car, but, like, that's what makes those cars so unique and, like, why a lot of people love them. the handling characteristic is totally different yeah. then. And, yeah, you dump this heavy. Because, like, yeah, freaking 13B is, like, this big. It's a little big. You can, little, you can like, yeah. carry it around with you if you yeah. wanted to. Super tiny engine. You dump this huge, you know, V8 in the front of it. It throws like everything on. Like an iron block like, V8. Like, yeah, it's, it was cool, like, I guess. But it's just, like, like you said, you, you take the soul out of, out of the car. It's, like... Anytime I see FD come up for sale, and it's like, LSO, I just like, oh, no, I don't I want anything to do with that. And I, I feel like a lot of people are getting to that point, too, where it's just like, dude, it's, we've seen this. It's like, I want I want the rotary in the car. Like, I want to deal with the issues. I want to have fun with it. I want yeah. the uniqueness of that platform. And, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, nothing against LSs in general. Like, I think, you know, there's gets, a ton of good motors that fall into that category because, like, you know, LS it gets has the been job done freaking ever. Yeah. There's so many different variations of them. Yeah, it gets the job done, but it's like, I don't know, it feels like kind of a cop out at this point. Yeah. And if you have an LS swap, 
car, like a 240 or whatever. We're not saying we don't like your car. It's just, <laughs> no, it's like, you it, keep doing you. Don't listen to us. Yeah. Like, take it to heart. Like They just want to talk about motors specifically. Like there isn't as much heart with it. Um, now, if it's like, if you have a truck with an LS and get some cams, like they can be cool. Like yeah. I, I get that. But when I hear a super lopey idol on like it would, would be a small Japanese sports car, I'm like, uh, <laughs> this is a little, little weird. Yeah, it just throws me off. Yeah. Even bad vibe. Okay, here's another one we haven't talked about. Oh, God. I'm 2J- trying to think. 2JZ. Oh, 2JZ. Yeah. Oh, what are boy. your thoughts on the 2JZ? Oh, man. That's like, I'm going to say something. Do it. That's the LS of the Japanese car world. It really is. Yeah, because um, it, it came in a lot of things. Yep. And they can be really, really great. You can get thousands of horsepower out of them if you stick a lot of money into it. Yep. Um, but they can also be a little uh, troublesome. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, it is a pretty reliable motor. Yeah. I've got the the lame version with an NA1 <laughs> in the IS200. Oh, you mean your four-door Supra? Yeah, my phone. <laughs> if you are out there calling your IS200 a four-door Supra, go sell your IS200 because it's not what it is. Uh, the, the 2JZ is, I think I pissed off Mike Power when I told him this. But oh, no. It's oh, like, no. it's there it's always there it's reliable it gets the job done but like man does it not sound like an rb like i like the sound of the 2j though i i like the sound i will say i think the 1j is way cooler okay. sounding i mean that's fair than the 2j it's a little bit more high strong yeah like, yeah it, i don't think it sounds bad by any means but yeah there's i think definitely better sounding engines out there but i mean you can it's a distinct sound like yeah. you can tell when it's a 2j sounds like, like a vacuum cleaner <laughs> Yeah, I, I could I could see that. I could see it, that. It, it, it like it's a cool motor. I got yeah. I, I like it. It's yeah, it, it's proven itself time and time again. It's like, you know, you can build those things that like the the stock, you know, bottom end is like what it makes those engines. It's like yeah. they can hold up to a ton and it's like you can you can build them relatively, you know, easy. It's just, you know, again, I think that's one of those ones where parts are starting to get expensive. People, a lot of people are trying to snag them up. Well, too, so many people have done stuff with them where it was like 2J yeah. the world for a while. Yeah. People are putting 2Js and just like Mustangs and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, let's <laughs> chill out a little bit here. Because it, it's a cool motor. Like, I, I like it. I just like, I like how bulletproof it is. But uh, it, once again, some people are swapping those into cars, like um, a lot of S chassis swaps. Once the again. 2JS <laughs> chassis? Was it? Like a 2JS chassis? Yeah, like that's a really heavy motor in the front yeah, of something yeah. that isn't... It's a long motor. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's long. Like, I mean, that and the RB being straight sixes, are, yeah. they're freaking long. But uh, it, people do it like it's really popular, like it's a good drift competition formula. Yeah. 2JS chassis, like that's that's really common to make yeah. a lot of power with. But uh, for what we're doing, I it's it's a lot. Like I don't... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I have a KA, so I can't... That's actually a motor too. I know I'm jumping on that Nissan bandwagon, but the KA I think is a really, really cool motor. Yeah, it's a little I mean, truck motor. I mean, the one that's in mine is uh, pretty solid. It's seen a lot of abuse, and I'm not being any nicer to it. They keep and, coming. And like, yeah, it just keeps on giving. Yeah, so they're like go, go, go. Yeah, and you can like if you turbo it, especially the single cam ones, you can make a lot of power. Yeah. The drift team Hayes, uh, they when they're at final bout, mm-hmm. they like some 600 some horsepower. Like turbo cam turbo case yeah. that's insane and I'm like geez and they like detuned them for us air for like 400 <laughs> yeah. some horsepower and i'm like that's crazy and i'll be honest a, a, a turbo ka sounds really good i think they sound awesome yeah they're, i, th- they're cool I think i've heard a couple now and i'm like oh man oh man 
that's expensive, but I want to do it. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, it's expensive, but I think you don't need to go crazy with it. No. Yeah. I just, I think, you know, long run with the, the 240 for me specifically, I don't want like crazy power. I, Cause I look at something like, uh, you know, when I drove the gainers car for behind the wheel episode, I was like, this is fun. Yeah. Like this seems like the perfect amount for like what I would really enjoy. Yep. And I, and I know he said that's, I don't know if he knows specifically, but I think he he shot me a ballpark around like 350 or something like that. And sure. I was like, this is this is fun. Yeah, it's this car is really cool. And I think if you wanted to turbo your if you were gonna turbo on your cars, your KA one would be the mm -hmm. easiest. A lot of support out there for it. Yeah. And if you wanted to make even like 250, that would be a huge jump in power. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't need much because it's like my, my biggest thing right now is just like gripping up and like stuff like that or if it's just enough to just keep them wheels going it's like that's all i need yeah you know i don't need anything like five six hundred horsepower or anything crazy like that yep I'm trying to think of any any other motors we haven't talked about that people are gonna like, i can't believe you didn't mention this i mean what about like the i know like you got a bunch of toyota ones out there you got like the 1uz um, oh yeah you know you got a lot of like the the newer like bmw stuff so bmw the, in general has been making some absolutely insane engines for a while the one uz real quick i love that motor i was going to swap into the is 300 but for the same price i could buy a 240 so <laughs> yeah I, I did that but the i think the one uz is a super like slept on motor yeah. i know people are doing swaps with it but um it's toyota toyota mm -hmm. stuff is just bulletproof like yep. it's super reliable the newer bmw stuff this is like even some of the older stuff too. But yeah, like uh, if I were to pick a BMW motor I like, it's probably the N54 because yeah. it's like the German 2J. Right. Literally. So yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's cool. I, I, I love straight sixes. Like they sound good, yep. smooth, uh, make good power torquey. I think the B58s in the new Supras and stuff, I think are absolutely insane. Seeing what yeah. Dakota's been able to do. That's even though too. like, you know, parts for that car and his car specifically um, are more expensive. I think that's just kind of how it it's goes. New. Like, yeah, it's, it's a right new now. car yeah. and it's like a popular car and it's a more expensive yep. car. So like part aftermarket parts are gonna be expensive. But dude, with just a, a catalyst downpipe and intake exhaust and a tune, the difference that that has dude, really made to that car, fast. it is it is quick. Yeah. Like it is really quick. Like it, it, it handles so freaking good. Yeah. But you know, and it honestly, I'm going to say some of my piss our BMW friends off, but it's like, I don't think BMW's made a really good sounding engine Dude, for the last like decade or so, but horrible. the B58 sounds amazing. The B58 sounds good. Uh, you BMW owners out there that, <laughs> and uh, they know, <laughs> talk to Jake, you go talk to Jake. I'm like, oh, Jake, yeah, why haven't you thrown on an exhaust on the M3? He's like, because they sound like shit. Dude, and Lars comes in, he's like downshifting. I'm just like, I'm sorry, Lars, if you're listening to this, I'm just like, bro, that thing sounds like. He's gonna poop. take that to heart. It's you're a cool make, car, but like, cry. BMW just don't, they don't I sound know, good. I know. Like, no, they don't. every straight pipe E36 at the track, I'm just like, God help me. Like, maybe it blows up, but it doesn't blow up. That's the thing. Yeah. Like those motors are very reliable. I know. I, I had a I had a 325i E36 for like five years. Had like 250 thousand miles on it. Um, yeah, that thing should have gone to its grave many times and it still kept on going. I don't yeah. know how, but th those things are freaking bulletproof. Yeah, BMW does some cool stuff. It leaked oil like crazy, burnt cool with a lot, <clears throat> but I mean, it kept going. It just going. keeps going. Yeah. The, trying to, I don't really, I don't know, I'm not a big Audi guy. 
at all. Yeah, I know there's some. There's all so their many... shit sucks to work on. I'll be real. Like, oh yeah. Every time someone's been like, "Hey, I have to do this," I'm like, "No, I'm not doing that." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I remember Sean was like, "Yeah, I have to like help with the timing chains on the mm-hmm. uh, the S4, yeah, the and, S4, yeah. timing chains plural." And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean. There's there's a lot of ones out there that I know we miss. I mean, you look at Volkswagen, you got like the VR6 and stuff like that. Super cool engine. They VR6 sound sounds really good. Dope. They sound super good. Um, I mean, you got there's a lot out there, man. For Mercedes, um, some of their V8s from like the mid 2000s, especially like some of their AMG cars. Yes. They sound just like really aggressive. Yeah, Sean had that that um, at AMG. E55. Yeah, the E55 AMG yep. with the supercharger, the compressor engine in it. That was, Whew. that sounded great. That car was too fast for its own good. I know. Like, it was a boat. Like, yeah. that thing is huge. And, like, it put down, like, an insane amount of power. Like, he had so much, like, cool shit on there, oh, like, yeah. to, for, like, cooling. Literally cool and, shit. Yeah, like, yeah, literally just to keep the engine cool. But, like, yeah, he had, like, an ice box in it. Um, it was, like, all this, like, crazy stuff. And it made, like, 500 some horsepower yeah, or 600 cool. horsepower and like it was insanely fast because it just like it hooked too like it just like you'd stomp on it and you're like holy shit this car is way too big to be going this fast yeah. and it's like we're gonna die but a good thing it's got like 20 brake pads on it to you, stop it <laughs> you know what no one's or we haven't talked about and someone's probably complaining about yeah what is it you guys haven't talked about supercars you know what we also haven't talked about what's that subaru <laughs> oh yeah they make stuff um i'm sorry i love the way the boxer motors from subaru sound yeah it's another like distinct like sound and that's what honestly a lot of people i believe really go to them for i never want to own one um i'll be honest i i kind of own one i mean i had the fa20 and the frs well, you did i mean you didn't kind of you did yeah so like but I don't know. It's like it's weird seeing like yeah, the Scion that was a super I'm a super owner. But I don't know. Like it was fun. I think the FA24s I think are proving themselves a little more in like the newer generations. Yeah. But it's like I hit a wall with the car, not literally, but yeah. like I, I hit like it's, a wall with modifying the car because it, it was like expensive. I did the bolt-ons and it's like okay, well to get any more power out of this thing, it's like you have to boost it. Your trace and they powers. taste. And they uh, take boost like fucking ass. Yeah. Like you put like eight pounds in it. You're like, oh, hope everything holds up. Yeah. And then you blow the freaking like I've seen so many people on like Facebook groups like that throw eight, ten pounds of boost on their FA20s. And it's like it's really hit or miss. Yeah. Some of them just explode and some of them go for hundreds of thousands of miles. But it's like. Yeah, no. it's such a hit or miss thing, and I and it's so expensive. You know, you're know. talking like six, seven grand to like turbocharge your car. And it's like. Oh, I might as well just go sell it and buy something that's already boosted and spend, you know, three grand on upgrading that. It's I, I know we've been talking about this a lot lately, but um, God, who were we talking to? Maybe it was someone at Fuel Fest, or maybe it was uh, someone from. Is it that dude in blue? Oh, is that dude in blue? Yeah, it was, yeah, he was here, and and we kind of like got on this topic, and he's like, yeah, you every Subaru guy you talk to, they're on their third engine. They yeah. dumped like 30 grand into the car and they're barely making 350 horsepower. Yeah. It's like, but you know what you can like get. proud of it. Yeah, but they're like gung-ho about yeah. it. Like they're dead That's... set. Of, and I, you know what? I, I get it. <laughs> the rotary guys are like the same way. Like we know that they're going to yeah. break down. We know that we have to spend a ton of money. We know that we have to go find specific people to work on these engines for us. Or we just learn it ourselves and then blow it up again. 
Um, and yeah, it costs a lot of money to make power out of them, but they're super fun. Yeah, I mean, the, the super stuff, it sounds like, they, I love the way they sound. They're super cool, but like, gosh, I just, I was thinking about buying a WRX in the fall. Yeah. And then I'm buying the Tacoma, so that's not happening. Well, that was a weird switch up. <laughs> it's got four wheel drive. Actually, speaking <laughs> of superchargers, that Tacoma, TRD made a supercharger for that thing. I know we're on truck talk right now, but uh, it's literally a bolt on. And the right now. ECU reads the map. I They're like $6,000. Yeah. But how cool it would be just to like have a little bit of supercharger wine. <laughs> that would be super cool. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we uh, took CO2 up to Wrightstown the other day that is supercharged. It oh, felt yeah. like a dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, the truck is also, it weighs like I, 9 million pounds. I get that. But like I expected it to be a... It, there's a lot of noise and no go. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds cool. Yeah. It was like... We're going like 20 miles an hour. It's like, are you like Dakota, Florida? He's like, I am Florida. Yeah. Like, that is, this is sucks. And the gas gauge is like, <laughs> yeah, literally use like a half tank of gas going like 20 miles. I think we're starting to digress at this point. Yeah. So, yeah, we don't talk about supercars because we can't afford them. I don't honestly know any of the engines for supercars. I'll be completely honest. I don't pay attention to that stuff. They got V12s. Yeah. Cool. They got 10 cylinders, 12 cylinders. Oh, yeah. The V10s from Lamborghinis. And the only one I care about is the LFA. LFA. Yeah, because it sounds you, super good. LFA, it, crazy. It's like a rotary with pistons. Yeah. Maybe that's why I like it so much. Yeah. <laughs> it just screams at you. Well, I think I'm good then. Yeah. I'm sure we missed something, but I'm sure you guys will let us know down in the comments. But thank you guys so oh, much for we watching. Oh, any Honda motors except the K24. That's what we also missed. Yeah. You got your B, you got your B series. They're you good. All that. There, there, there's so many good motors out yeah. there. I just, I, I just was kind of going off of like what I've had like experience with or like know yeah. more about. And I'll be honest, I don't know a ton about like Honda stuff. Because I, I never fell into that scene yet. I feel like I probably will eventually. Yep. Um, but yeah. Cool. We appreciate you guys watching. Yeah. Listening. We got wheels and tires. And actually, we do have suspension too. We do. At NoviWheels.com. Yeah. You can go check it out. But thank you guys so much for watching. This is uh, Between the Spokes podcast, by the way. I don't think we said that at the beginning. But uh, we appreciate it. So if you guys can uh, give us a follow, give us a like, whatever it is. Give us a comment. We appreciate it. And yeah. Cool. Check everything out on NoviWheels.com. Thanks, guys. See ya.